Yeah. Welcome. Well, welcome. I like this. Welcome to I Swear. I, I, I swear we're not a couple. Yeah. Wow, you sound so old when you do that. Hey, eat my asshole, motherfucker. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty, pretty good. I'm very pleased with that. With how that went. You're such a dick. Wow, you've never sounded older than you did. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Episode. And I'm going to be bobbing my head up and down. Super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to I Swear We're Not a Couple, the show where we talk about nothing and take a long time doing it. I am one half of the show, Rahelio Orozco. Over I'm there, Adam Goldberg. Oh, sorry, yes. you're in, you're introing me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm Adam um, Goldberg. Hi, kids. It's okay. It's only episode 41. You'd think we'd figure it the fuck out by now. No, I did it last episode too. <laughs> it's fine. So, do you want? So, I guess let's 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 clear it up now before we get any deeper into the series. <laughs> A minute and fifteen seconds in. Yep, let's clear it up. No, I'm just saying. Do you want to for future episodes? No. Would you like Would you like me to to intro you, or would you like to intro yourself? Um, you can intro me. I don't really like to talk all that much. You know. You sure? I'm very, I'm very quiet and very reserved. Shut up. All right. <laughs> no, let's, so leave, it, let's leave it as is. Yes. Okay. So I will intro you. And Great. and how about this? If I have, if I leave a, a, uh, um, if I pause, that's <laughs> for you to, to do it. So let's give it a shot. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Take, take two. <laughs> See, you don't know which one's going to come right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 welcome to I Swear We're Not a Couple with Rogelio. Uh, no, hold on. No, no, no. I swear, welcome to I Swear We're Not a Couple, the show where we talk about nothing and take a long time doing it. I'm one half of the hosts, Rogelio Orozco, and my faithful husband over there is Mr. Adam Goldberg. Hi, Adam. Hi, hi kids. How are you? See how lovely that works? It's very sexy. Okay, now now let's try it where you introduce yourself. Okay, uh, blah, 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 blah. Rogelio Orozco, my faithful house husband over there is? Hey, guys. It's Adam Goldberg. Okay. Not as smooth. Not as smooth. Yeah, I know. I like it the other way because I'm used to it. Yeah. Okay. So I will introduce you. I will do everything because I'm the man. And, Please. Please. And you, you Can do you nothing fix because the, the garbage disposal? I I mean, uh, let me just call Heather first and then. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to say that. Mm. Yeah. No, let's leave it as saying. is. Okay. Yeah. I don't like change. Good. Well, I know you don't, but we'll be, it'll be good. All right, here we go. A uh, lot to talk about. Do you have any, any mail or any things you want to? No, nothing's fun. Before we... Nothing fun this week. Oh, I did get okay. a new gas card. Like a legit, um, gas card, not like an offer from a gas company to get a credit card, but a legit credit card to use at the pump. Now, when you say a, a, a gas card, you mean... A credit like card, you, but to use at a gas station. All right. Okay. Well, congratulations. I mean, Thank I think you, that's pretty um, much I'm it. really uh, starting to build my credit now that I'm <laughs> in my late teens. So it's it's good. Well, you're going to be moving out of the house soon. And I, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to build a, that credit back up. What a perfect time to do it. Yeah. Uh, I guess really that's it. That's the biggest thing. So I thank you so much for joining <laughs> us on I Swear We're Not a Couple. Um, stay I tuned really next week. Live a boring life. Well, we don't. It's not that boring. I mean, it's a little boring, but it's mm. And what's new with you? Nothing. Nothing. Who cares? Okay, great. Perfect. Uh, I want to talk about... Sorry, I want to talk about Pride. Gay Pride is back on. and uh, It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. And, so, and it's coming hard. 
so are a lot of other people at that uh at that pride parade so adam i don't know if you heard but la pride is back on after mm-hmm. being back on um they're gonna they announced los angeles announced two in-person events for june uh, where it's going to be the LGBTQ plus Pride Night at Dodger Stadium. And I bet you that uh, also they'll probably have something at Boys Town and it's going to be popping. Wow, how the times have changed, huh? How quickly. Yeah, it, it really is unbelievable. I mean, I feel like it was maybe two months ago or a month ago where they were like, yeah, we're not sure that we're going to be able to do anything. And now here we are, end of May, things are going off. And, and come June 15th in California, it's like the pandemic never happened. Never happened. I was I was referring more to the fact that a major sports team, the, many of them have like pride nights. 10 years oh. ago, it would never happen. 15 years ago, for sure would never happen. Even five years ago, like, oh, you have a major, you know, a major sports team going, yeah, we welcome everyone. I mean, they're doing it to fill the seats and make money. Let's be honest. The same reason why Target has their pride, their hideous clothes every summer. Oh, and they and they really don't like the the gays. No, I mean, not a good history. Not a good history. No, especially because uh, I think it was the owner. They were they donated money to some sort of anti-gay something <sighs> like or other. a satanic cult or something. Who knows? No, if it was satanic cult, it would be for the homosexuals, right? <laughs> I, I thought that's how it worked. I was a little confused. Anyway, well, anyway, mm-hmm. okay. So Pride uh, Night's coming up. Yes. Yeah. So yep, Pride, and Pride Month. Yeah, LGBTQ artists will kick off uh, kickstart festivities on June 11th um, against the Texas Rangers because you know nothing nothing says pride like nothing says Texas. bend over right than the Texas Rangers right right only steers and queers come from Texas <laughs> and and there will not be a lot of horns at that game that night we really have to plan out what we're going to talk about during June you know our gay it's, episodes do very well our gay episodes our mm-hmm. gay episodes mm-hmm. They really, really do an amazing time. I mean, and I, I feel like I've already run out of time. I didn't pre-plan anything. We uh, June starts in a week. I know we're we're going. We got it. We got to do it. I mean, we sh- we should maybe do some seminars. I think. Um, I, I mean, the people at TED Talk reached out to me. <laughs> what and, and what did how they to say? lead a a healthy homosexual life? Oh, that's lovely. And who are mm-hmm. they getting to speak? Uh, not me. They just asked if I knew anybody. <laughs> he That's seemed right. like a man about town can you tell us someone can you refer yeah. us to someone i'm sorry i don't know any healthy homosexuals yeah that doesn't i don't think i think that's a myth mm-hmm. it is uh well we'll see maybe we can find some at the at the dodgers i mean if they're anywhere they're in los angeles for sure absolutely yeah. and then let's see what else are they doing later on in the month so uh they're gonna have a a movie night at the oh i'm sorry you're missing this a movie night at the hollywood forever cemetery on june 26 my birthday mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Event details and ticket information will be announced online in the coming weeks. Now, yeah. what stereotypical movie do you think it's going to be? Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Oh, is that confirmed? Or, no, I don't know. That's my. Oh, that's you're my just guess. guessing. You're guessing. Okay, Hedwig or what? Um, Mama Mia. <laughs> or I was just talking about Abba this morning because we've discussed on the show Why? that I'm I'm not a I'm not a big Mama Mia person like i the musical is uh, and the movie is mm-hmm, i'm good but i like their music i don't feel like mamma mia is a really stereotypical gay movie i thought it was i thought i, thought I don't because know because the connection with abba because abba's a very gay band aren't they i mean i don't think so they were each of them were married to one another the, the, the women to the men 
Yeah, but that is just because they weren't gay doesn't necessarily mean they weren't a gay band. They were a very fabulous mm-hmm. band. I feel like they were just glitter and This is why I'm not invited to the TED Talk cuz I don't right, know well, enough. You would you would honestly I'm surprised that they don't just re- they didn't revoke your card right then and mm-hmm. there. Terrible. Okay, so so it could be Mamma Mia or it could be yeah, how about uh, um Wizard of Oz? Maybe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Friend See, I was Dorothy. thinking something like Mommy Dearest. Oh, yeah. And then you just have people dress up. But can you imagine the heat in the oh, Los yeah, Angeles? Yeah, yeah. It's Everyone. Well, I guess everyone's going to do a really good impression. Of, was that Joan Crawford? Who, mm-hmm. who was in Mommy Dearest? It was Faye Dunaway playing Faye Joan Dunaway. Crawford, yeah. Right, right. And then like, all career. her makeup's going gonna to be melting everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. The queens mm-hmm. will be out. I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then two events are uh, are in addition to the previously announced Thrive with Pride. <laughs> oh, my God. It sounds like a prep commercial. <laughs> Live streams. Who comes up with these? Like, what I marketing love, company? I would love to know who who is the, the title maker for all of these events. Uh, I can almost event. guarantee not one of the people coming up with it are part of the LGBTQ plus community. I bet you you're I right. I bet you almost guarantee it. Some guy named Bob. He's a he's a contractor or a, by a day. Nice, a nice lady named Bobette. Bobette, yeah, yeah. yeah. She she's from <laughs> the Midwest. Uh, they're both contractors by day, actually. <laughs> and Bobette even plums. She does some plumbing sometimes. Now that's a movie I'd watch. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm hmm. So they're gonna have a live stream TikTok concert with Charlie <laughs> XCX. Is I that, love her. Okay. I okay on June tenth, my brother's birthday. Love a her. Televised special. Televised special, huh? On ABC7? Um, it's got to be. No, it's probably going to be on NBC because of Peacock, you know? Rainbow? Yeah, but I think they have some deal with AB, the ABC station out there. Yeah, okay. And at the least televised- here in New York, the Pride, Parade, uh, Pride Parade's always on Channel 7 on ABC. Right, right. Uh, on June 12th, and the month-long Pride makes a difference. Philanthrop- uh, philanthropic volunteer donate act- gross. activation. Gross. Who wants to donate during Pride? On that note, if you would like a I swear we're not a couple sticker, please donate to the Trevor <laughs> Project. We still have them. You owe me a few, by the way. Uh, yeah, I, I have a I have a it's I'm, I'm something's in the works where I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send you a present and then I'll send you the stickers along with the present. OK, yeah, great. But I, I'll, we'll talk about that in a, in a future episode. OK, uh, let's see. It's always our intention to offer our community opportunities to safely celebrate pride together in accordance with safety guidelines by mm-hmm. both the CDC and the Los Angeles County. Said Sharon Franklin Brown. Mm. She's the ready. She's the board. president. She's of- the head of the sisterhood at the shul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she that's exactly what she is. Yes, she's a, she's a gay She's Panther. in charge of making sure that the the cake and the cookies and the coffee are out, right? Right, and they all have some sort of rainbow color. That's right. Um, board president of the she's the Christopher Street West Association, the nonprofit that produces mm-hmm. the annual LA Pride celebration. There's your answer: the Christopher Street West Association. Got it, Adam. Yes, dear. You've been gay your entire life, and you've lived in Los Angeles. You lived in Los Angeles for a long time. Have you mm-hmm. ever heard of Christopher Street West Association? No, but I know Christopher Street in, in New York City. I don't know what that is. is that That's a, one of the big – no, no, no. It's the, one of the big um, gay neighborhoods on the Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think you mean, again, gayborhoods. Is it the Lower East Side or the Lower West? Lower I, West, I think. I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't been in forever. 
let's no no let's spend the rest of the episode thinking about whether or not no, it's no, that's the lower okay. east side or the lower west but side. But meanwhile, in in New York for our pride, they're toggling back and forth every day. Are they going to have a police presence or are they not going to have a police presence? Are we going to are they going to come or are they not going to come? I still don't know as of today. Who knows? Not that I'm going. I'm not running. But I'm good. Thanks. You you could go. I mean, there was honestly, if it's outdoors. Uh, it has nothing to do with COVID. I've just oh. n- never, I, it's just never been my thing. Maybe really? if I had more friends, you know, like more gay friends <laughs> and um, it was like a camaraderie you know, thing, but I, to go by myself. Eh. Here's, here's a, a, a thing I would like to put out there. If you are a gay person listening to our show, I would like you to please reach out to Adam and tell me why he doesn't have that many gay friends. What's wrong with him? I, I, I don't know. I don't understand. I love it's him. It's definitely but I'm not gay. my. It's definitely my fault. Oh, a hundred percent. That's the common denominator. Yeah, it's it's uh, for sure. I completely agree. It's definitely me. It's no one else. I, I just don't know what or what it is. You do you do really well. You you're friends with a lot of women. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, some women of color as well. Yes. But, and and very few. You're just very. You're just friends with very few men in general. Hmm. Well, I never had a good experience being friends with guys for the most part, so I just stayed away from it. Interesting. Maybe that's what we'll do. We'll do a four-part series as to why <laughs> you don't like the gay people. Nothing I like talking more about on this show than what's wrong with me. <laughs> that's the reason Nothing I fills it. me with such pride during Pride Month than talking about all the things that are wrong with me. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to Pride Month. I can't wait to Google just gay and my computer explodes. Mm-hmm. And it's a new computer. Be careful. You're going to get yeah, a virus. <laughs> which, um, which, which brings up a good, that's an gr- excellent point. Uh, this episode w- is being recorded on a brand new computer, uh, on a brand new browser. And I don't know, it, A, if it's going to sound good, or B, if it's ever going to see the light of day. I mean, mm-hmm. we, Adam and I could just be talking to each other for the, for the next 40 minutes and nobody will ever hear it. I mean, I'm seeing the squiggly line, so I assume it's being recorded. That doesn't mean that doesn't, doesn't mean really shit. mean shit. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what okay. happens. All right. Uh, speaking of gay pride and just how much how much and I mean this in the most delicate way. How much fucking do you think happens during pride? I, I think all of it for the most part. All, all the fucking right. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to bring this uh, up to your attention because I saw this last week and I thought it was fantastic. And this is this is the other than bringing up what's wrong with you. This yeah. is why I created this show to talk about articles like this. This is okay. from NPR last week. A fungus is pushing <laughs> cicada sex into hyperdrive and leaving them dismembered. Oh my! I I I and I think there's a. Uh, a, a I don't know if they're talking about L.A. Pride or not. <laughs> where, where is this fungus? It, it's on, in the first trees. Off, first off, again, just sex and and club music. I just gotta maybe play my song. Mm. There we go. Yeah, cicada sex. You're welcome. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, this article is too good. I, I'm gonna try my best to to. Uh, sum it up but every paragraph is just better and better <laughs> this is real like this isn't from the onion right this is this a is legit npr npr okay. yeah okay. this is right. national public radio got it okay this is an article that was i saw this and my head nearly exploded 
was it written by Lady Gaga's dog walker? <laughs> yes, this is written by Ryan Fisher. Great. Perfect. <laughs> All right. After 17 years underground, the Brood X periodical cicadas are slowly emerging in 15 states across the East Coast and Midwest, as all of you, of course, know. They'll shed their skins and spend four to six weeks mating <laughs> before the females lay eggs and they all die. All right. So first off, I, I'm in. It's right? the time, huh? Well, look. All that stripping to be dead. <laughs> if someone so said to you. to go, huh? I would love it. I would love nothing more. If someone said to you, okay, Adam, mm. you're going to die, but <laughs> you're going to have you're four kidding. to six weeks of just fucking. Amazing. Can I also eat pizza and start smoking again? Ab- absolutely. Great. Okay. I'm on board. When, when, when does the, the clock start? Well, you, first you, ha- you have to die and then come back as a cicada. Okay. That's fine. I'll be the smoking cicada in the corner, not doing anything. <laughs> all all now, the gay cicadas guys, are going to be coming on. You go ahead. I'm going to sit here. Every single I'm, one of them. I'm waiting like, for hey, a pizza hey, delivery. Man, do you want to hang out? Do you want to, you know, do something? And you're like, nah, I'm good. No, I just want to sit and relax. You know I'm and perpetually smoke. tired. And I assume if I were, came back as an insect, it would be the same. Yes, correct. Okay, so yeah. anyway. Okay, great. Okay, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Four to but, six weeks of shipping. But some of them are getting wilder in their short lives above ground. Now, last week we talked about the cicadas and we talked about how they shtup underground and the, and we're going to call our club the cicada, the underground cicada, but I think we just have to call it cicadas because yep, perfect. it's above ground. Yeah. <clears throat> A fungus called massospora, which can produce compounds of cathinone, an amphetamine infects oh, a small number of God. and makes them lose control. Makes so them lose control. They're literally doing poppers underground and then having sex. You ready for the again? I told you this. This keeps getting better and better. Oh wow! The, okay, go ahead. The fungus takes over their bodies, causing them to lose their lower abdomen and genitals. Okay, now I'm not on board anymore. And it pushes their mating into hyperdrive. Where's our main correspondent when we I, need her? I need Samantha to be here right now <laughs> interviewing every horny, fungus-filled cicada known to man. Guys, I'm here. I'm Guys, can you hear me? She's still wearing her mink stole. <laughs> oh my god so, uh, this according to matt Kaysen, this is a strange this is stranger than fiction an associate producer of forest pathology and mycology of blah 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 mm-hmm. to have some uh, to have something that's being manipulated by a fungus to be hypersexual and to have prolonged stamina and just mate like crazy Kason, who has been studying the massospora for about five years says just before the cicadas rise from the ground the spores of the fungus start to infect the bug Once it's above ground and starts to shed its skin to become an adult, its butt falls off. Now, Adam. Uh Uh-huh. I have a quick question. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Okay. So this is, this is my favorite. I think this is my favorite line of the next, uh, of the whole article. Okay. Then a white plug of fungus (laughs) starts to grow in its place. What? else could happen to these poor loud fuckers <laughs> now you know why they're so fucking but here's my real question why is this news oh are you kidding me 
Do we have to know about the fungus that's pushing them into a sexual hyperdrive? I think you mean the fungus. No? Mm. Fuckus. Fuckus. Mm -hmm. Fuckus, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. They're really going into ludicrous speed. They, this is, this is the most interesting story that not only I think I've read, but that I think we've presented on this show. I agree. I would like you to send me the link so I can read it before I go to sleep tonight. Yep. It, so the white plug of fungus starts to grow <laughs> in its place. Again, maybe another name for our club, white plug. Now, I, I thought it was bad when I got toenail fungus from the nail salon. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Uh, it looks as if their backside, the backside of the cicada is being replaced by either chalk or by like one of those nubby middle school erasers, Kason says. Mm. The insects have no idea what's happening. The fungus, however, is pulling the strings and making the cicadas want to mate with everyone. Males that are infected will continue to mate with females, but they'll also pretend to be females so they can spread the fungus to even more partners. It's sexually transmittable, Kason tells NPR. It's a failed mating attempt, of course, because there's no genitalia back there. Now, what are the chances that this can just kill them so they don't actually come out from under the ground? Uh, probably none. It, it's it's a fungus. It wants now. It to do live. is this something that we have to be worried about? Nah, no. I don't think your butt's gonna fall off, and I don't think a no, white... no, no. But like, it, it, they don't bite or anything usually. Cicadas, no. but with flying around and everything, we don't have to worry about this fungus ending up in my tea in the morning. Um, you know, I didn't think about we don't that. Know. But you, we don't you know. might be. Oh, you might Money, be right. This is the murder hornets of this summer now. Oh, this, but this is way better. The ass right, fungus so- of a cicada. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. The fungus causes different reactions in different types of cicadas. Periodical (laughs) cicadas, which take more than a decade between appearances, get sex crazy from cathinone. In yearly cicadas, the fungus makes them instead become hypersexual from psilocybin, the same chemical found in psychedelic mushrooms. Wow, I really got to start digging underground more. (laughs) Just start start popping them in your mouth. Yeah, sure. Massapora probably infects fewer than 5% of cicadas. And as oh, far as okay. he knows, the bugs are, in, are not in any pain. To finish it out, uh, everyone's having a good time while they're infected, he says. How do, so, they, how do they know this? Excuse me, sir, can I interrupt you for a second? Are you having a good time right now? Well, my ass is, my, my ass is falling off, but I'm having a great time. Thanks. How do they know? <laughs> They would seem to say, "You sound, you sound great." Oh, I is sound that wonderful. A, is that a direct quote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they talk to one of the cicadas here, and it's just, it, it, it's it's crazy sex in the background. Anyway, uh, so I don't imagine there's much pain. Maybe a desire to listen to Grateful Dead or something like that, but no pain. He finishes. That's down. funny. I, I am, I don't even know. I I can't really make fun because this is this article has everything for me. Hmm. Is it over yet? No, yeah, it's all done. Go oh, ahead. Okay, all right. No, but really, why is this news? Adam, it's, this is the most amazing thing that's ever happened to us. I, I want nothing but daily updates about the fucking cicadas. Really? I'm, I'm not lying. No, really? Adam, this is It's because you don't live in a region where they, where they are. I don't give a shit about them coming out. What I give a shit about them is becoming infected with fungus and their butts fall off and they fuck everything in sight. That's what I'm interested in. can't wait to show you video of them dying on the windshield of my car with chalk or eraser asses. And then you're going to go, ooh, I don't know. That's not really fun anymore. 
oh, this is going to be great. If you could, so that's your, that's everybody's goal. Anybody who's listening that has <laughs> any sort of connection with cicadas or is in an area where the cicadas are going to come and fuck, I need you to please look out for stubby white butts. Please. Okay. All right. All and, right. and send us pictures to, uh, at not a, sorry, not a couple show at gmail.com or not a Correct. couple at not a couple show on Instagram. Correct. I'm so I, I'm gonna I gotta send this I gotta send you this article so that you can see the pictures and I think that's what's gonna be our, our picture for next week is just the the white plug of the butt. So well, I mean nothing I love more than a butt plug. <laughs> on Pride note. is coming up. Uh, that's right. Pride is coming up. Now you mentioned yeah. one of these fungus filled cicadas coming into your coffee. While that may not happen, there has been a, an incredible amount of cicada recipes just flooding my newsfeed and i wish i was kidding but i'm not so i know you're not i know this this is from cbs news recipe cicada cookies Ugh. it's a chocolate it yields 60 cookies <laughs> i guess you gotta How make many cicadas enough. are going into it one per wow okay it's like right. it's like a little chocolate cookie and you know how you would put the little hershey's kiss on the top Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, instead, they're putting a little cicada on the top of it, and they're drizzling it with some sugar. Question, Adam? Yes. Why? Why? Well, okay. So I haven't done any research. Uh, <laughs> You're kidding. You're, I was kidding. too busy. Lo- I was too busy looking up <laughs> butt fungus from cicadas. Oh, you too? Oh, I was looking up something else. Okay. <laughs> so um, apparently, they are they're really high in protein. Mm. eat a fucking chicken cutlet then it's just like eating a a a cricket or a grasshopper which which i I, don't do on a regular basis dear you've never had you've never had a grasshopper no wow okay so i've had a grasshopper i've had a praying mantis yeah so it's not very different it it, it tastes like oh i i have actually had a grasshopper it's a it's a thing in mexican culture it's called a chapulin and and it's it's covered with seasoning and msg and salt and lime and blah 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 and it tastes good and i imagine that these just like those grasshoppers are going to be delicious uh or taste whatever like whatever they're around it's gonna have a little crunch Mm -hmm. okay what other recipes well are there savory uh, recipes I'm looking at, uh, I'm trying to find some other recipes. There was one. I that, bet a that, cicada quesadilla would be good. Yeah. Why not? Like really this crunchy. Is, this is from the New York post. Uh, the most, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the number uh, one newspaper in the country. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a cicada nymph kimchi with black rice, kennep, mm. cucumber and mint. Okay. Yeah. So they chop up the cicada butts and, and put it and mix it up. And it's like a little taco with the, with the mint leaf. Hmm. Uh, there's how, a how refreshing in summary. <laughs> well, sure. You, you do want something a little light, mm-hmm. just, just sure. an aperitif, just something to, to really get, get you going, you know, maybe we can do like cicada mojitos. So yeah, why not? So you have, you make a mojito and you just crumble at the bottom, right? Right. And then you, and then like you can stir it. Yeah. Yum. Sounds great. Hey, we're going to, you're joking, but we're all going to be eating bugs in the next 10 years when we no longer can eat meat. And I, I think the cicadas are going to be a yearly delicacy or they're going to be a, a, a every decade delicacy. Okay. Listen, if it, when it becomes the norm, I'm, I'm there. If I'm, I'm nothing but a rule follower. So, <laughs> so uh, another one is you could have garlic cicadas and potato leek soup. I do love a potato leek soup. Well, 
Um, let's see what else. Fried brown rice with cicadas. Yeah, uh, it has a nice umami essence. Okay. Okay. And uh, what else? What else? What else? You you can do what you cicadas cocooned in Valrojana dark chocolate and festooned with gold leaf. Tastes like mm. a Nestle Crunch bar. He says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not going to be this buying just that. Does, this does not sit well with me. Oh, and then they're going to have cicada caviar. Okay. Mm. Come on, Adam. Okay. All, right. All right, listen. Fine. I mean, I, I, we eat animals, so okay, these are insects. It's just there's something about eating a bug that doesn't it doesn't sit right with me. I don't know. So here's the recipe for the cookies. There's two <laughs> different recipes, all right? So there's the the uh, chocolate chip trillers. Uh, that's two and a half, two and a quarter cups of flour, baking soda, salt, butter, sugar, brown sugar, vanilla, eggs, chocolate chips, chopped nuts. Uh, now that's where I draw the line. There you go. Uh huh. Are there peanuts in this? <laughs> and then, of course, one half cup of dry roasted chopped cicadas. Dry roasted. Oh, okay, now I got. Do you can can you find that at Walmart? Are they next to the dry roasted peanuts? Yeah, you can get it at Food Lion over there. I got to tell you, Food Lion, it's funny. How do you dry roast something? I I don't know. I imagine that you probably put them in the oven and right? you and you bake just them. try. <laughs> just try. You, right, right. No no liquid and you just okay, hold roast on. them for a little bit. I'm writing this down. Set oven to roast, mm-hmm. dry. Got it. Okay. Okay, Perfect. well, if, if you're interested, here we go. How to dry roast cicadas <laughs> on your computer. Can't wait. This is great. Uh, her favorite way to eat cicadas is dry roasted. Collect a quart of them. This is from the Baltimore Sun. Oh, so instead of catching lightning bugs, now we're going to catch cicadas. I, I don't great. I can't think of anything better, man. Nothing better. Nothing more I wanted to do this summer than hunt insects. It's the it's the it's the great equalizer, man. Everybody everybody comes right. together once sure. every thirteen to seventeen years to to gather cicadas, and I guess you're gonna get you're gonna gather a quart of them. Mm-hmm. So, so should I just empty out a milk container and then just fill that up? Oh, I imagine it would be a mason jar. You want to be a classy bitch, don't you? Okay, okay, yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Uh, let's see where where the okay. So you wanna you wanna collect about a quart of them. And set them in into the deep freeze to kill them. <laughs> this is uh, uh huh. Okay, into the ice chest. Great. Right. Well, you do want to, you know, you Adam. Why to- are there bugs in the freezer? Oh, Leave I'm making cookies. Leave, don't touch them. They're dying. They're dying. Leave them alone. I'm making cookies. You're letting the cicadas out. Close that. the freezer. <laughs> Close the freezer. They're gonna fly out. Oh no! I got another butt fungus one. Throw oh, it away. oh god! Throw it away! I don't want to eat the fungus. Uh, okay. So, <sighs> by the way, how how soon do you think until people are collecting the butt fungus ones, crushing them up, and sprinkling it in their joint so they can smoke them and get high? Mm, I, tell me, I, there are probably, not weirder things. There aren't, and I just listened to a, a podcast episode that was something very similar to that. But you snorted the bug. Like yeah, whole. And then it sort of hung around in your brain. I would imagine people are going to do that with the fungus cicadas. Why not? Anyway, so you, yeah. okay, so after you kill them and you, you commit mass cicada genocide. <laughs> yeah, okay. Then lay them on a cookie sheet and put them into the oven at about two, 250 degrees, 250 degrees until they're nice and crisp. But you don't want it, you don't want to overdo them. 
Because literally, that's what this says. But be careful. You don't want to overcook them. Mm, okay. You want to get the mutton nice and lean. Got it. Okay. All right. And this lady, she says she makes a uh, uh, enjoy cicadas best in the form of tempura. She makes a batter of eggs and milk or eggs and water and dips the cicadas in a floured mix with spices. And then you do some salt and pepper and fry them until they're golden brown. They're delicious that way, she says. Quick question. I'm going to have to ask Debbie this when we finish. I wonder if they're kosher. I think most insects are kosher. Well, here we go. Are insects kosher? Not, Not all of them are, but there's a good number that are. Locust is the only insect which is considered kosher. This is according, to, again, to the BBC. Really? Just lo- because of what they did to us in Egypt. Uh-huh. Well, we got them back. Now we can eat you. <laughs> you son of a bitch bastard. Yes. Yeah, animal. Wow, the really? Only locusts? I thought there were other insects that were kosher. I don't know. Interesting. It was, a, it was a quick, it was a quick Google search, man. And okay, that, I'll, I'll ask her. Uh, don't worry. I'll give everyone an update next week. Thank you. Or I can go to Chabad.org. Here we go. Chabad.org. Are bugs kosher? No. Bugs are not kosher. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Chabad. No. The defendant is wrong. <laughs> what is? What does she say? No, no defense the... does not hold water. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's a <laughs> quote from my cousin Vinny in case anybody's wondering what the fuck Are you sure? I'm positive. Listen. I really think she deserved the Oscar, but that's just me. I got to say, so Marissa Tomei won the Oscar for My Cousin Vinny back in 19. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when I was a kid and I saw that and I heard about that, I go, what the fuck? I mean, it must have been a thin year. And then now looking back on it as an adult, her performance was the best thing. I mean, really, she absolutely makes that movie. Right. Without that character and without her playing it. I don't think it would have been as good of a movie. It would still be hysterical, don't get me yeah. wrong, but not as good. No, she's the anyway. best part of it. And she's smoking hot. Beautiful. I love that little Pepe Le Pew gray streak. Mm. You, you're kidding, but I love it. No, I do. All right. Uh, so no, bugs Cicadas. are not kosher. Okay, so bugs are not kosher. Got it. Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi. We really appreciate it. If you see a bug on your plate, make sure to remove it. In fact, before Jews eat lettuce or other produce known to be infested with bugs, they check it carefully. That's right. I don't know why. So yeah, I don't, again, I don't know. We only also note that some species of locusts are allowed by the Torah, and they are still enjoyed by certain communities who have a tradition regarding the regarding the identify of these locusts. They had a, a typo. Uh, I need Jews, to go down that deep rabbit hole at some point. Uh, ready for this this closing sentence? Mm. It might surprise you. I hope you're sitting down. Most Jews, however, do not eat locusts at all. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. But that's what was served at Noah's Bar Mitzvah last week. I figured, yeah. There was just the little locust with the little mm-hmm. toothpick in the middle On of the it. the little cracker. Right. Mm. Yummy. Yeah. Are they, now, A non-dairy are they ritz. Are they Pavra? Parv- parv- I don't know. I would imagine so. Okay. Again. But I want to know, this is why I'll go down a deep dive at some other point. I want to know the meaning behind it. There's probably like a very quick little blurb in the Torah about them coming from hell or, or the, the, the underworld. And that's why we can't eat them. Bugs or locusts? I, I mean, both. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. Go, going back to the Baltimore sun, uh, 
she uh, she has just a bunch of other. Okay, I mean, I can keep going. She says, uh, I have a friend who eats them raw as adults, just the abdomen. He cuts the head and the thorax off like shrimp. He says they taste like cream cheese. I haven't tried them that way. I have, <sighs> though. <laughs> you doing okay? I love cream cheese, but this is, I, it just doesn't sit well. I have thought of pulling the wings and legs off adults and just boiling them in the water with lots of Old Bay seasoning. I imagine they'd be delicious that way. I mean, it probably tastes like crawfish. That's what I'm saying. Like, we, we I, you kind of have to get past the And fact. crawfish and shrimp and stuff are like the vermin and insects of the sea. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The so bottom again, dwellers. Probably, so, right, not kosher. Yeah, okay. Not um, kosher. Correct. But, I mean, Adam, we eat, we eat the thing, we eat something that comes out of a chicken's I asshole. I know. You're right. You're right. We... We eat cheese, we eat dairy that came out You're of a right. tit of a cow and has You're been right. and has gone bad. Yes. Yeah, I do love cottage cheese with pineapple. See? Now, add a little bit of uh, a little cicada seasoning on there. Okay. I, I, listen, if I was sitting down and someone said, hey, I'm, I made some shrimp and crawfish and they snuck a few in, I wouldn't know the difference. Right. I assume it just takes on, it takes on the flavor of whatever it's cooked with. That's what I'm probably saying. Like, probably like a shrimp. Yeah. Or a chip, a fruit, a yeah. funyun. Right. Okay. All right. I'm oh. getting more on board. Okay, good. And I hope, I hope all three of our listeners that we have left over are also right. on board. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, okay. I'm looking forward to Jesus. it. Uh, 37 minutes on cicadas. Yep. Honestly, yep. best thing I've talked about all week. Okay. I, Speaking I of think all so. week. All week, a uh, lot, lot of lot of uh, uh, announcements happened this past week. Um, a lot of things coming up, and and I kind of want to see if we can touch on as many of them as possible. So, great because I love you, and and you're my my husband, um, my heterosexual husband. We can talk about Cher turning seventy five, and how Happy she's going to have birthday. Now, do you have a favorite Cher song? Do I have a fi- – oh, this is tough. Um, yes. My favorite Cher song is called Love on a Rooftop, and it's from her, her 1989 album Heart, uh, Heart of Stone. All right. So Heart of Stone, Love on a Rooftop. Here we go. Right. Nice deep cut for you. Okay. Well, don't worry. It becomes very 80s soon. said 89 right Mm -hmm. okay we used to talk never on a dime now we live together never find the time he said love how all of my favorite songs are about relationships beginning or ending yeah absolutely i think i think that's what we're going to continue to do a deep dive on in in pride pride month Mm mm-hmm yeah, so, so anyway, happy birthday, Cher. I can't believe birthday. she's only 75. I really thought she was older. She oh, looks so, it. Um, No, she looks amazing. She looks great. Thank you. All right. She's amazing. Yes, and I'm very excited about the biopic. Uh, so the biopic, what do we know about it? So it's the yet it's a yet untitled film. If mm-hmm. I were if I were a betting man, yeah. the name of the title the name of that movie is gonna be either Believe or or something like like it's got to be the name of one of her songs, right? I think it's gonna be the beat goes on. The beat goes on. Okay, the beat mm-hmm. goes on. A little, a little too on the nose, but it would make the most sense. I'm my money's on believe. 
Okay. What about do you believe? Okay. Or just believe? No, they could take a lyric. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's just, I think that's the, that seems to be the trend, right? With all these biopics, you take right. one of their songs or a lyric. Sure. Rhapsody, Rocketman. Sure. All right. Um, so it's going to be written by screenwriter, Oscar winning screenwriter, Eric Roth, whose recent efforts, including adapting Killers of the Flower Moon, that is currently in production with Martin Scorsese directing Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. The uh, book I'm currently listening to, by the way, it's fascinating. Okay. How is it? Fat, it it's wonderful. It's a, okay. all about the, the Osage um, Native American murders mm-hmm. at the turn of the century and what led to the start of the FBI. Ooh, okay, cool. Then it's I'm in. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Now that I'd watch. Uh huh. That's and- why when they announced the movie, Jeanette helps facilitate which books we're going to choose for book club, and that was one of the choices. And I didn't actually pick it, but I'm really angry with myself for not picking it. Anyway, go ahead. So he's co-writing that, and now he's going to write the share movie. Okay. Right. So who's brainstorm? Uh- uh, the share film will be produced by Judy Kramer, whose brainstorm it was to turn the ABBA song catalog into the stage musical smash Mamma Mia. Hey, look okay. at that. Right. Uh, and Playtone's Gary Gotsman, Goatsman, Jewish, um, who produced the Mamma Mia films with Kramer. That duo okay. will produce with Cher, sorry, Cher, who starred in the Mamma Mia sequel. Cher uh, just produced Cavan, the world's loneliest elephant. Yeah, very sad. She rescued this poor elephant. There's a documentary about it. Good story. Okay. Uh, so it looks like it's going to be all right. Her professional. Da, 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 da. What? It's no. I'm just laughing at the elephant thing. It's probably going to be the Broadway musical that was out two years ago. Just turn that into a a movie. It's three different shares at different stages of her life, giving her advice. Okay. And you take her through her life. That would the show itself good. was not this. the The idea of the show was really great, and the actresses were terrific. But as a whole, it just felt very Vegasy and very cheesy. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, is Cher too? She, you know, she's that person. But that's probably going to be the idea of it. Well, yeah. we'll see. And then it goes on to Interesting talk about. Life. Interesting life. Yeah. Well, this, I was going to say, this is what she, it, it, this whole article is, is a really good summary of her. So Cher could have gone solo. So they talk about Sonny Bono in the sixties and Phil Spector and be my baby right. and a lot of that. Okay. Yeah. But Cher could have gone solo from the start, but a touch of stage fright was alleviated right. at the beginning by having Sonny Bono up there singing with her. I didn't know she had stage right. fright. Yeah. She was afraid to sing on her own. So she made him stand with her. Okay. So I got, that's you, babe, why they, them... right. That's why they Sorry. became Sonny and Cher. Mm-hmm. They uh, became massive stars in the 60s, and by the early 70s, they became CBS prime star, primetime stars on Sonny and Cher Comedy Hour, and her penchant for wearing daring outfits started uh, her rise as a fashion icon. They divorced in 75, and she flourished solo with her hits including Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, and Half-Breed. By the 80s, Cher redefined herself again as a dramatic actress starring in films including Silkwood. Never seen it. Mask. Never seen it. Excellent. And Witches oh, of Eastwick. Excellent. Never seen it. <laughs> You've seen Adam, Moonstruck, right? Adam, I and I mean this very seriously. I you don't have no think interest, I've, I know. No, no. I don't think I've ever seen a share a movie that Cher has been in. Really? Uh, uh, all joking all joking aside, because people will probably think I'm kidding when I'm saying this. She's a fantastic actress. I mean, she won a fucking Oscar. She's a fantastic has she done some duds? Absolutely. What actress hasn't? Who hasn't? Yeah. I, I mean, Meryl Streep, I'm sure it looks back on She Devil, we, which we discussed about a, a few weeks ago. I'm sure she's not super proud of that one, but she's a fantastic actress, Cher. 
Silkwood mm-hmm. is phenomenal. She and Meryl Streep. Mask, I think, is she should have been nominated for an Oscar. If I, I don't know why she wasn't, but I I like her in Mask more than I like her in Moonstruck, which right. is a very unpopular opinion. She's terrific in Mermaids. Great movie. Yeah. All right. You should and, sit down. Uh, I mean, not all at once, but like eh, throw it, throw them into the mix. Okay, maybe I will. And I'll tell and, you which ones to avoid too. Well, I'll probably start with the one that she won an Oscar for. You'll like Moonstruck a lot. Yeah. And Nicolas and, Cage is great in it. I, again, didn't know that was him. I thought that was yeah. Moonstruck. Isn't that Bill Blues Bruce Willis? Is that a TV show? That's uh, Moonlighting, dear. Thank you. With I'm he so and Sybil Shepard. <laughs> you're, you're lucky you're cute. <laughs> she has sold more than 100 million records in her career and been a longtime advocate for LGBTQ rights and HIV AIDS awareness and prevention, among other causes. That's right. All right. So it's going to be We're a universal to have her. Yeah. yeah. She, listen, they're working on the Madonna one. God knows what they're, they're doing with that one. But it's nice to have Cher in the mix. Uh, yeah. I, I, I can I, almost guarantee you the Cher movie will come out before the Madonna movie because that's how much control Madonna needs over everything. And I will say that as much shit as I give Cher and making fun of her and her voice, whatever, uh, she she is cheesy, but I would much rather watch a Cher movie than a Madonna movie. I think it's a more interesting story. I love them both to death. You made me choose one a few months ago. Yeah, who'd you choose? Did you? I chose Madonna. Okay. That was the Madonna way. Could, wouldn't be where she is without someone like Cher. Um, by the way, a few months mm-hmm. ago, that was our second episode. Get out of here. It's that long ago? Go go back. I'm pretty sure it's happy birthday, Madonna. Well, it, feel, it feels just like yesterday. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I remember the, one of the first videos I ever saw of Cher, I think is Turn Back Time, right? Uh, where she's yeah, on the, with the Navy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that the one? Yep. Okay. Where she's wearing like the V outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I don't know who she is, but she's got a nice body in that one. Mm-hmm. She does have a terrific so, body. Yeah. Yeah. Good for, good for her. I think, um, we'll see. Maybe I, maybe I will be, maybe you will turn me into a share fan after all, man. <laughs> now listen, her music. I know a lot of people can give her, give or take, right? It's a lot. Like I'm happy to sit for eight hours and listen to Cher's entire discography. There are some great songs in there and there's a whole lot of shit. I'm happy to do that. Most people, they, they want that greatest hits, like the 12 to 15 songs from 1965 to let's say 1999. Me, I like more the deep cuts, like the one I had you play. Sure. And what I about like this the one? big hits and the big singles. I like those, but I like... <laughs> yes, I love that song, too. Number 33. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But number one in the UK. What did it reach here? Sorry, you got cut off. Thir- 33. Number 33. That's not very high at all. Not at all. No, that's from the Mermaid soundtrack. <laughs> right. Mermaid Great with movie. Mermaids. Oh, excuse me. Mermaids. There's multiples. Yes. With she, Bob Hoskins, Winona Ryder, Christina Ricci. I got nothing, pal. Jake Ryan from 16 Candles, isn't it? Okay. Maybe, maybe I will be able to watch that at some point if it's streaming anywhere. Uh, most of her movies are streaming except for Mask. Well, maybe this is the, this is the, that's about to all change. So AT&T yeah. announces. Okay. Right. Did you see how much this deal was worth? 
I assume it was at least a hundred million dollars. Oh, you're adorable. AT and T announces forty three billion dollar deal to merge Warner Media with Discovery. I, all I think of when I see that headline is layoffs. 100%. That's all that means. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There was, um, I think it was listener Parisa had something on her Instagram stories where she was talking about how AT&T um, laid off you know, some mm-hmm. tens of thousands, tens of thousands of people uh, a few years ago. And it's all oh, because of a budget cut. We don't have enough money. We don't have enough money. Right, Meanwhile, right, here right. they are fucking throwing $43 billion to buy everything. And it's just all yeah. about, it's all about sure. making money. Yep. I mean, listen, as from a business standpoint, it's genius. The, the, the thing I get worried about when it comes to mergers like this is in 10 years from now, you're going to have three companies in this yep. country. Yep. At some point, Disney is going to be like, okay, well, we'll buy Warner media and discovery. And then, okay. So then, and then they're going to say, let's buy Viacom CBS. And it's all going to fall under one or two umbrellas. And they're, and you're going to pay a hundred dollars a month to watch. You will pay. You'll have cable again. Right. Yeah, and that's exactly what it was. I remember <laughs> when you're, you're I'm not kidding. I remember yeah. when Netflix first came out and I said, I can't I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen when all of these companies start owning these other companies and it's just going right. to be it, you're going to get rid of this a la carte thing and it's going to be yep. like you have cable all over right. again and you're going to end up paying and you'll be paying more money. Yeah, $300 and you're going to be wishing it was the days of cable. Yep. It was a little more you're, simple. You're right. So $43 billion to buy Warner Media. Now, Warner Media, if I'm uh, sorry, Warner Media to buy Discovery. Uh, so, Warner Media is owned by ATT or ATT yes. is owned? Okay. Yes. And Warner Media, if I'm not mistaken, is HBO, CNN, uh, True TV, uh, Cartoon Network, uh, HLN, CNN, you mentioned, uh, Boomerang. Oh, yeah. TNT. Um, TNT, TBS, right. So all, all that, those. all the, yeah, the Turner Warner. So, and then yep. in that Warner Brothers, like all the cartoons and all that. Right. Yep. And then, so that would merge with Discovery that owns TLC, Discovery Channel, Food, Own, HGTV, Discovery Plus, and Animal Planet. Right. Now, I mean, it's, I, like I said, genius. Here's, here's my question. I know that Discovery recently launched their, their streaming services, and apparently it's actually quite good. It's it's very well so done. So I've heard, and right. it has an incredible back uh, uh, back catalog. Now I don't know, but then again, I don't work for this sort of stuff. I don't know if it's worth fucking forty three billion dollars. Uh, probably, yeah, because of the brand recognition and because they own. I mean, some of the networks that you mentioned, the Discovery ones, at least on a like a linear cable thing, like a standpoint, are still some of the most successful networks. They just mm-hmm. have, it's like the Hallmark Channel, just a very dedicated, loyal audience of between two and four million people that will be there week after week to watch whatever you have and are now paying $5 a month extra for Discovery Plus so that they can go back and watch, you know, 10 seasons ago of my 600 pound life. So, <laughs> so I, I, think- I have heard that it's great. I'm just not, yeah. I've never been a big Discovery Plus type person like I, I i used to watch shows on tlc they I, I got kind of burnt out on them it's they're all literally the same show it's the same thing just a different person so i maybe i grew out of it like i aged out of it and i'm waiting to age back in when i become 50 or 45 so <laughs> I, but my parents love it my parents right. have discovery plus i think they do 
because for HGTV and stuff. So here's here's what I think. I think the biggest one, and and this is just probably a personal bias, is HGTV. HGTV, in my opinion, and it happened maybe about 10, 15 years ago, went gangbusters. They were yeah. they were a, a network. Maybe it's just because I started paying attention to them, and so I think this, but I feel like it wasn't really that big and now it's fucking huge especially with the property brothers with the with the right um house hunters and house hunters international and it's magnolia right the the mm-hmm. the what are the fuck are they called uh uh-huh yeah the two uh, um, the, uh beverly and, and chadwick yeah, yeah beverly beverly and chadwick exactly no chip and joanna <laughs> but what the fuck was the name of their show oh fixer upper fixer upper right 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 and they're divorced and, but then they're launching the magnolia they're network divorced. they're not divorced which one? Which one of the HGTV couples are divorced? The, they still uh, work together. Tarek and and Christina, oh, the the blonde okay, right. and the and the the weird looking schlub. Right. Oh, the only blonde on HGTV. Right. <laughs> You're yeah. right, though, about about that network. That it sort of puts around for ten years, and out of nowhere, people started talking about it. And it's just the it was the bingeability. That's yeah. what we used to call it when I worked in TV. It's just like you can sit down and they started doing marathons before Genius. binging became a thing. So it would be Tuesday is just love it or list it day. And yeah. you would watch the numbers just go up throughout the day and then peak in prime time with a new episode. And because it's like, oh, that's how people like watching stuff. It's what because a concept. It's genius, right? You have this back catalog. And when I say back catalog, House Hunters, I don't know how many episodes they must have, but they must have a metric ton of episodes and the the odds the odds that you've seen i don't know five percent of those episodes is incredibly slim and it's such a formulaic show but it works almost every single fucking time because one you hate the couple doesn't matter who they are what they're what they're buying if they could be fucking nuns on the run in witsec right (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna hate them and that's just wonderful. And then you look at these houses and you go, well, fuck. I mean, well, w- one, if you live in Los Angeles, you're, you want to walk out into traffic because you, you see what $200,000 buys you in the middle of the country. That's but, right. But also you, you, it's a game. It's this fun, like, Oh, let's see what they're going to buy and what are they going to do to it? And like, Oh, I wouldn't have done that shit to it. And, and then it starts all over again in a half hour mm-hmm. and right. you just let that shit Roll, and then when they had they created more and more of these shows, it's the same concept throughout the whole thing, right? Fixer Upper, Property Brothers, how they're they're the same show Dang, but with right. different skins on them. And then you had hey. all of these people, really our generation, right, millennials and maybe a little bit mm-hmm. older, who are starting to look at buying houses and kind of go, oh, this is actually kind of interesting. Let's go ahead and blow right. this. We're, shit we're, we're moving out on their own kind of thing, or maybe they're moving out of a, an apartment with a roommate and they're moving into a place of their own. So they want to know how to decorate and yeah, absolutely for sure. And then all of a sudden that that's, that's all she wrote. We just went to, we went to Lowe's today and HGTV is everywhere on that thing because everybody wants to own that, that almost impossible to get beautiful open concept at an incredibly cheap pride, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I I think it's, I think that's probably the gem in that whole, in that whole thing. And then everything else. NTLC. NTLC. Probably what, what's, is that Kardashians? No, they were, they were on E and now they're going to Hulu. Okay. All right. I see. And and then, I mean, TLC is the reality, but they have a lot of reality shows, right? Yeah, but it's not, they're not, they're not Kardashian reality shows. It's 
thousand pound sisters. It's Dr. Pimple Popper. It's my 600 pound life. And it used to be my strange addiction and toddlers and tiaras and that sort of, you watch those shows to feel better about yourself is how I put it. Okay, great. Like I want to watch two incredibly overweight sisters while I'm eating a pizza. <laughs> All right. But noted. they're also super sweet and you love them. Right. Yeah. So just for, for shits and giggles, House Hunters debuted on October 7th, 1999 and has had nearly 1,800 episodes. Wow. That's yeah. unbelievable. And God, when did HDTV launch? Probably mid nineties. Shit, I gotta look. And again, just no, no one. December thirtieth, nineteen ninety four. Wow, you know, almost right on, right on the, right on the nose. So I, I gotta tell you, when I first started getting interested into it, it was when, as it was the summer right after college. I went to go visit mm. Heather's parents, and they, they love watching, they love watching HGTV because they are big DIYers, huge. Right. I mean, they, they've purchased properties up and down like the United States and collect them like they're Pokemon cards, and so. <laughs> I remember them watching it and going, this is fucking stupid. Here I go. And by the end of two episodes, I'm like, no, they're going to choose house number three. It's house number three, mm-hmm. motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was it. First taste was free. And for the longest time, Adam, I got to tell you, it's genius because when we cut the cord and we switched over to, I think originally it was a uh, PlayStation view that we went to mm-hmm. what we looked for, for the two, cha- the two channels that we needed to have, ESPN, HGTV. Those are the two right. that we we cared. That whatever that tier is, you that's and the rest getting. of America. So so yeah, maybe it is worth forty three billion dollars. Yeah, I mean you're selling it to me. <laughs> because I, if honestly, you, I thought it would be worth more. the The umbrella of networks and content would be worth more than that. Because if you're telling me that HBO Max is going to get their grubby little hands on HGTV, or maybe they'll keep it in a separate and as a separate thing, right? They'll keep Discovery Plus as it they'll is. Keep, but yeah, they'll keep charging it. Five, yeah, the five, and then a year from now it'll be seven, and then five years from now you'll be paying fifteen dollars a month for it. Sure. I mean, I'm this close to going out and, and getting Discovery Plus because if you're telling I'm me, sort that, of surprised you haven't. I don't really have time to watch a lot of TV, but but it is it is the perfect kind of TV that I would be watching right now. Yes, it's something quick. Exactly. It's something right. familiar, but new. You don't have to pay too much attention to it. There's yep. not a crazy storyline of like, oh, yep. what just happened? Yeah, yep. you can walk out and go grab a snack and come back and oh, they're still futzing around with the carpet. Yep, I'm on my phone looking at things and I'm like, look up and right, oh, that, right. that living room looks like shit. They were smokers, right. somebody was food. murdered. There's still blood on the wall. <laughs> that actually increases the price somehow now. I don't understand it. <laughs> well, you know how the millennials are. Oh, yeah. They love true crime. They sure do. If if a white woman is is bidding for that house, they're going to just just going to throw money at it. 3 million dollars. Man, did it's you a know a serial killer lived here? You're <laughs> kidding. I'll pay double. Thank you. <laughs> Cash. Cash, right. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, I don't do you think it'll happen? Absolutely. And then yep. in the similar similar vein, Amazon said to make a $9 billion offer for MGM. Yep. We just talked about MGM last week too. Yeah. All of these, all of these companies are trying to get their grubby little hands on every single little property they can get their hands on because the Amazon sorry. Go ahead. No, no, so go ahead. No, the Amazon MGM thing is genius because the the thing I like about Prime as opposed to Netflix and Hulu, they have more of the obscure movies that I yeah. 
tend to look for, right? When I'm unwinding and it's 9 30, 10 o'clock at night, and I don't want to catch up on a TV show or whatever, I want to go and put on Women of Spring Break, the 1995 made for TV movie with Shelley Long. That's what I want to watch at 10 o'clock at night when I'm going to sleep. Yeah. And the only place that has stuff like that is Prime. Yep. Yep. So to buy MGM, you'll they'll get all the good stuff, okay? The, Oscar winners and thousands of great titles, but they're also going to get all that shit that I haven't seen since I was a kid. And I'm very excited about it. I think, I bet you, I mean, prime is really one of, you're absolutely right. Is, is one of those low key streaming services that people don't really mm-hmm. think about it because it comes along. Nobody subscribes to Amazon for prime. You, you get it in addition to getting the two day free shipping, which is so, I mean, it's a genius move on their part. And I think they know with what we know, which is, if they started charging separately, people would just stop paying for it. Absolutely. But I don't think anybody goes out of their way to be like, oh, I can't wait to watch uh, what, what, uh, Man Maisel. in the High Castle, which is now over, or Maisel, right? Okay, but they'll just get it for when the season comes out. Right. The way the way people do it with it did with HBO for years. Oh, The Sopranos is coming back. I'll pay the $15 a month for eight weeks, and then I'll cancel again. Yeah, and I watch the whole thing, and then that's it. Right, right. I, I think I, I love Prime Video, and yeah. I, some of their originals are really great. Yeah, I mean, Maisel is really good. And I don't, I don't give them enough credit. And last year during lockdown, I tried getting through as much TV as possible, obviously, but I focused more on Netflix and Hulu original content, and then like everything that's on broadcasting cable that I watch too. And I still haven't gone back to Prime. I want to watch The Boys. I want to watch um, Underground Railroad. I hear is phenomenal. Yeah. Great. I, I hope they buy MGM. I think that's a genius move. And they'll probably get, I think MGM owns all of the, um, is MGM and Sony, right? They're, they're one? No. Okay, because who, owns, no, who M- owns all the James Bond? Those are MGM. I think MGM and United Artists okay. are one. But I, see, that's this is what we were talking about last week. Like some of the old library content is held by Warner Brothers. Some of it is was held by Fox, like 20th century Fox. Now that Disney owns Fox, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. And that's going to be the tricky thing too. After they buy it, it's going to be like, Oh, they will be the exclusive home to James Bond movies. But then this, uh, the, the Rocky franchise will be elsewhere. Sign me up. Yeah. Sign I'm, me I'm up. down. Yeah. That's great. Especially since it already comes included with it. So uh, again, absolutely for sure. Eight and sorry, nine billion dollars seems like a steal compared to the forty-three billion dollars that they're sur- that they're trying to get uh, for Discovery Plus or Discovery in general. Uh, I, I think, mean, I think nine billion is a little much. Truth be told, huh? just because they don't they don't really turn out the hits anymore. So in five to ten years, it's going to be mm-hmm. Warner. It's going yep. to be Net Disney. And mm-hmm. who do you think eventually will Netflix will be like, do you think it will be its own entity? Or do you think eventually somebody is going to spend like a hundred billion dollars to buy Netflix? No. So you it think would be the opposite. So you think Netflix will end up buying a whole bunch of other things and then they will be their own media company. Mm-hmm. If they're smart, they'll do that. I well, think they're yeah. just waiting. They're, they're going to wait until traditional TV viewership goes even lower than it is right now and things lose more value that this is why all the networks and studios are doing the streaming services. And mind you, they were very, very late to the game. Yeah. Disney plus should have existed 10 years ago. Absolutely. But they were so hell bent on the, the vault and the DVDs and the, this, and it's like, I'm, I'm, I listen, I love a DVD as much as the next middle-aged fag, but 
no, <laughs> you need to put them all up on a streaming service and charge people $10 a month. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly what they're doing in it. And it's worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I, I think Netflix has got to hurry the fuck up because if they don't, if they don't, there's not going to be anything left for them to get. Yeah, but, it, but what they'll probably wait for, so Warner is buying, or AT&T is buying Discovery, right? So yeah. in five years from now, maybe they'll buy that, or they'll they'll buy Viacom CBS. All right, we'll see. And then they own Paramount Plus and all that content, and then they kill Paramount Plus and put everything on Netflix. Oh, that'd be good. Well, speaking yeah. of Warner and HBO, this past week, this announcement was made. The test is ready. Rachel wrote Ross a letter and demanded he read it before they got back together. How many pages was that letter? 18 pages. 18 pages. Front and back. Front and back is correct. Wait, wait, go one more time. So that's, uh, in case you are unaware, that's the the Friends reunion that is happening T minus five days. And I couldn't care less when they were announcing it and recording it and all that other shit. But as soon as they dropped this trailer, the hair on the back of my neck stood right the fuck up. Mm-hmm. What about you? I, I could care less. I'm, I probably won't be watching it. We, we talked about it last week. I'm not a, I was never a Friends fan. I know you like some I'm other- not. I'm not rushing. I'm not running to. I, I think I've seen the show ran for 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. So 200 episodes, let's say. I think I've seen maybe 20 to 30 episodes. And I'm good. I'm good. I don't, I never watch the reruns. I'm just, eh. I think it's nice that they're back together. I kind of just want to see how everyone looks. Oh, you haven't seen the trailer? No, because I don't care. Oh, Adam, put up, throw on the trailer. They look Oh, terrible. Oh, oh my thank God. God. I'm so happy look. you said that. That makes me feel so good. Oh, Adam, they all look absolutely terrible. If you want to go Listen, down the line. Coming out of a pandemic, too. I'm sure had they done this last year and COVID never happened, they would have been in tip top shape. You know who looks the best is your girl, Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. She, yeah, she, she does actually, look great. She is the only one, in my opinion, who looks the best. Um, I don't know if if this the whoever they got to play Matt LeBlanc actually ate Matt LeBlanc. Oh, <laughs> because he doesn't do drugs anymore. Oh my sweet mother of mercy! He is like my fat uncle Al or something. I mean, he is so. Big. What's his name? Looks good though, Matt LeBlanc. That's who I'm talking about. Is Matt LeBlanc? Oh, you said I thought you meant the other one. The other no, Matthew Perry, not Perry. Oh, really? No. He got bit. He got fat. Oh, he Matt, looked great on episodes a few years ago. I know. I'm I guess sure he probably must ten stop. years ago. He looks. Matt LeBlanc looks absolutely. He probably looks the worst out of all of them, as far as really. Just like, he looked okay on on Man with a Plan. He had that CBS sitcom again. He's probably coming out of a year of eating. Yeah, I don't know. And Matthew Perry looks like shit. He just looks like he's he his he's body, tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His he's, body's like girl. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the first one to go about out of all six. Oh, of without a doubt. Yeah, his heart's just going to explode one afternoon. Yeah. Um, so who? Oh, and uh, Schneider. Or it's not Schneider. Schwarmer. Schwarmer. Schwimmer. Schwimmer. Schwarma. Schwarma looks like shit. He. he you know finally... that movie I love with him I, that I was thinking about, and I'm glad you brought him up. Kissing Breast a fool. Men. Oh, what? Breast Men. It, it was an HBO movie in the nineties about the doctors that came up with the silicone breast implant. I, it is, oh. I don't 
really remember anything other than it being funny, but I was probably seven the last time I watched it. And I just always liked that movie. 1997 docudrama comedy drama. 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. What's that, Breastman? Breastman, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the other one I thought you were going to say was uh, Kissing a Fool. Do you remember that one? Uh, I think I saw it once. It's David Schwimmer. Not, okay, there's the film. David Schwimmer, Jason Lee, and Millie Aviatal. I don't know who that is. Hmm. She's the the girl in it, but it's just a, he plays like this dick guy who's a, a player and a, a lady getter, which is totally not what everybody knows him as because he's Ross. But right, it was a fun cheesy movie. It's got twenty nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes. How's that for for a shit show? Sexy, love it. Um, who else looks so? Uh, Courtney Cox is just all plastic. And I mean, for years, yeah, yeah, I know. She looked, she looked like shit. Such a when that, shame, yeah, I know. Such a shame because she was so pretty, and she started really messing with her face when she did Dirt on FX, mm. mm-hmm. and then even on Cougar Town too. I was like, oh my god, she's gonna melt. Yeah, no, I hope she they have an like, umbrella over her head. And uh, and Jennifer Aniston, Listen, it makes her happy. I'm not doing this to put her down. I. I wouldn't do it because I think she looks ridiculous. But if it makes her happy, amazing, great. Yeah, and uh, and Jennifer Aniston, I think, is finally starting to it's starting to tip over into too much. Bobo. How dare you? She uses Aveeno every day, mm-hmm. and she will she'll never age. And I'm looking at their pictures <laughs> on people. Yeah, right. I'm looking at their pictures on people right now, and these pictures yeah. are not what's coming. What's on the the reunion? They. Uh, Adam, that was probably one of the biggest thing other than like, oh, okay, I'm in. I can't wait to watch this. The second thing that was just on my mind is how shitty everyone looks. I mean, listen, they're not spring chickens anymore either, Roger. They're all in their mid-50s, early mid-50s. Probably, or yeah. Because this show ended 20 years ago, didn't it? 2000, yeah, 16, 17 years ago, yeah. And so they were (laughs) in their 30s, 40s then. Yeah. It looks. Well, you'll it, let me know. Oh yeah, you. We're gonna do. We're gonna do like a, another three part series on that show on on just the reunion. Great. Well, it, here's the thing: is I, I'm gonna. Play I know show. everybody else loves Friends, and I I don't put anyone down for it. It's just never been my cup of tea. I so I, I love, am not as excited about it as most of America is right now. I loved Friends growing up. I loved Friends in high school. I thought the finale was great and super. It was super sad, and then. I was still, you know, flying that friend's flag high until about, I don't know, maybe five years, six years after it was over. And I'm like, okay, I, I, I can, I can leave that show. I don't need to, I don't need to continue watching it. Mm. But when they came back and all of them got together, I don't know what it is, but they still have that chemistry. I don't know. They probably all hate that they are maybe back, but it doesn't seem that way they are either really good actors or they genuinely love each other. But because this is what the, this is what they're going to be known for. It doesn't matter what the, anything else they do in their life. Maybe Jennifer Anderson is the only one who broke out, but out of all of them forever, they will be known as the cast of friends and love it or hate it. They're great. I mean, listen, people, there are actors and celebrities out there. that are so ashamed of being known for one thing. If it's a good thing, like one of the most successful sitcoms of all time, just take it and say thank you. Not to say don't try and you know be on other shows and and do other projects. Absolutely, 
But if you're only ever going to be known as Rachel from Friends, you smile, say thank you, and take your million dollars an episode. Absolutely. So I do think, uh, listen, the chemistry between them, you can't, I don't think you can fake it after working for 10 years. A lot of them are still, I mean, they haven't reunited all in one place, but Jennifer Aniston, Lisa Kudrow, and Courtney Cox have been together a hundred thousand times since the show ended. They'll hop up, they'll pop up on Ellen or another talk show, or they were on Drew Barrymore a few weeks ago. Like, that's just, I think they're just friends. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll have to let me know. Yep. Now, when the Suddenly Susan reunion happens, you let me know. Yeah, I'm sure I'm right on. I'm right on. Maybe we can dig up Brooke Shields. All right, everybody. This has been I Swear We're Not a Couple with Adam and Rahelio. I am at I am Adam. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm Rahelio. <laughs> I'm Adam. Champagne wishes and caviar dreams, dears. Bye. Bye.